Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning. Welcome to St Thomas's Morning Prayer with me, Bruce. You are very welcome and uh, today is apparently Saturday the 27th of February. We'll wait just a moment or two for others to join us. Uh, just to let you know, I'm using uh, Lectio 365 this morning. Lectio 365, which is uh, based on the work of uh, the 24-7 prayer team. So welcome. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you, Deirdre and Valerie and Mary, although I can't see you. I can see your photos. Uh, you can see me. I'm sorry, a bit like a, uh, someone who's been dragged through uh, a hedge forwards this morning. But trusting that you are all well and enjoying the bit of sunshine that we have here in Fair Oak. There is blue sky and there is sunshine, which is melting the frost. And I think the lawn may well get mowed sometime over the weekend. So Saturday the 27th of February, we're continuing our Lent reflection on how we can bring God, our own, uh, to God, our own pain, loss and questions. And we're dealing today with doubt. Morning Jules, morning Wendy, morning Ruth, lovely to have you on board. So today we will be fixing our eyes on Jesus and draw from the story of Pete and Sammy Gregg in their book, God on Mute. So as we enter prayer now, we pause to be still. To breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. Welcome, Jeff, possibly more, and Mary. We pray a prayer of approach, Holy Spirit. When I feel alone, I am comforted because you pray with me. When I am silenced by suffering, we are grateful that you pray through us. And when we feel helpless, we are strengthened because you're with the Father right now, praying for us. So God, praying with us, through us, and for us. We choose to rejoice in God's voice today, joining with the ancient praise of all God's people in some words from Psalm 3. So many are saying... God will never rescue him, but you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory, 
the one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord and he answered me from his holy mountain. A lovely picture there of God shielding us and answering us when we cry to him. And today we're going to reflect on a moment when Jesus' teaching proved both difficult and unpopular. A bit like my sermons. Perhaps not. The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. From this day, many of his, of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. What a sad statement that is. You don't want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve disciples. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Those words, <clears throat> excuse me, are from John 6. Peter Gregg reflects on a moving conversation with his wife as she walked through a difficult and painful recovery from brain surgery. Pete Gregg says, One morning I asked Sammy if she ever doubted God's existence or his power to intervene. She was back in hospital after a particularly vicious epileptic attack. It was really... It was really more of a confession on my part than a question for her. But without hesitation, Sammy replied, no, no I, I have never doubted God these days. Pete, pausing, she examined my face with a mixture of affection and reproach. How can I doubt God? She continued more softly, God is all I've got. And that reminded me of a story I heard of a missionary called Chrissy Chapman, uh, either in Rwanda or Burundi. And she met a gentleman who clearly had very little. He had, uh, all he had was what he was wearing uh, and a tin cup that he was begging. And she asked him about his experience. He'd lost family, home, everything. But he went on to say to Chrissy Chapman, I didn't realise God was all I needed until God was all I had. What doubts do I experience? Do we experience? Is there anything that holds us back from admitting 
that to myself, to God, or to someone I trust? Do we fear what someone might say if we say, well, I'm not sure about, about God or his power or his existence? I wonder if we're the sort of people that others can come and, and say that to. We can, they can say, they can share their doubts, their fears, their uncertainties. As uh, we read in Mark uh, 9, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief. So who do we know who's wrestling with questions and doubts about God right now? In their confusion or disappointment, Lord, I ask you to draw near to them, speak with them and bring them peace. Or maybe that's us this morning. We need God to come close, to speak to us, to bring his peace, knowing that he does not condemn us in our doubts and in our fears. Hmm. My phone has frozen. Bear with me when I sort it out. Sorry about this. There we go. So, Father, as we come now to look at the, the passage once more, will you open our eyes, open our ears and our hearts to yield to your will once again? So John 6, starting at verse 63. The spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. From this time, many of his disciples sadly turned back and no longer followed him. You don't want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve disciples. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. What I measure shapes my perception of success. If the size of my Instagram following my church or my social calendar preoccupies me, then popularity might be replacing more important things. Jesus wasn't afraid of losing followers. He didn't soften his teaching to be more palatable. Nor does his love diminish for those who walk away. Can I follow Jesus' example and follow God's call and my integrity more than my influence? 
Do I value God's call and my integrity more than my influence? What powerfully uh, strong words. So, as we come to pray specifically now for those who are on our hearts, do include anything within the chat. Love to uh, hear from you. But Lord, we do pray for those who are struggling in whatever way this morning. We pray for those with long COVID, particularly Sue and Michelle, asking for your healing and help for them. Continue to pray for the Aquino family as Noah struggles uh, with uh, his breathing, asking for your supernatural healing for his lungs, Lord, that he would pick up. We ask for your peace and your comfort and insight for Luis and Naomi, his parents, and for his siblings. Comfort them, Lord. Strengthen them today, we pray. Pray for our own families, for those with their own particular struggles, perhaps with homeschooling, perhaps with lack of job or the fear of losing a job. We pray for those who are, are may be not looking forward to coming out of lockdown, going back to school. Help them in their fears, Lord, we pray. And for those who feel just slightly bewildered, uncertain, unsure of the road ahead. And Lord, within that, we do want to pray for St Tom's as we wait to see about a new vicar praying for those who are involved in putting together a parish profile and role description. Help us to be patient, Lord, when the process seems slow, but Lord, help us to hang on to the fact that you have the right person coming to us in your timing. And we echo Mary's words that your creation, O oh Lord, is awesome for those little signs, in some cases big signs of new life, for catkins, for tulips, for daffodils, for other uh, plants and trees beginning to come back to life. Oh Lord, thank you for your wonderful nature, your glorious creation. And we ask your blessing, Father, on those who serve you within St Tom's, that you would comfort them and equip them. Pray for Pam and Gary, for Sean and Abby, for church wardens Matt and Bob, for Ethan, for all those, Lord, beavering away behind the scenes for Julie. Come, Holy Spirit, and meet with them, we pray.
And today we echo the words of St Ambrose of Milan, praying, O Lord, who has mercy upon all, take away from me my sins and mercifully kindle in me the fire of your Holy Spirit. Take away from me the heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh, a heart to love and adore you, a heart to delight in you to follow and to enjoy you, for Christ's sake. Amen. And now, as we prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord Jesus, who loves us, says, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And we join together our prayers in the words of the Lord's Prayer, whatever version or translation we know. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So, Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way, Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lonely and the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. Now may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. So, thank you for joining me for morning prayer this morning. Uh, we're all invited to uh, morning worship uh, tomorrow, being Sunday, at 10am. And... Uh, You'll have to put up with me again uh, as I lead. But we have the treat of uh, our ex-Archdeacon, uh, Peter Radge, who will be coming uh, to preach uh, to us. And uh, he'll bring also news um, of his next appointment. Uh, we look forward to him joining us. And for you too. Ten o'clock. Uh, tomorrow morning for, for morning worship. So do uh, have a good day. Enjoy the sunshine. Get out in the garden. Mow those lawns or whatever needs doing for you. God bless you and thank you for coming and joining me this morning. Bye bye for now. <laughs>